0: This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode (laughs) 1. Welcome to this inaugural edition of the Artist Edition Index Podcast. This podcast is spinning off of the Artist Edition Index, which is a comprehensive list of all available Artist Edition format books currently in print and solicited through Diamond. This index does its best to list all available features of these books along with reviews that are available on the internet. I am Scott Vanderpilu, Editor-in-Chief of Comic Book Daily and the Keeper of the artist Edition Index. This is a topic for me that I am very passionate about and I thoroughly enjoy these books. I have been able to, through a deal with my local comic book shop, able to purchase every available artist Edition from all publishers to this point and I make it my habit to review these books online. The reviews that I do focus on the visual of the book as these aren't new stories. These are scans and printings of the original art printed at its full size. And as such, I focus on the visual of the book and try and provide as many pictures as possible and take a look at the binding, the production, the scan quality and try and give the reader an accurate Uh, impression of the book uh, as a whole Uh, unfortunately these books have a small print run and seem to suffer from a lack of available information up to and even after being printed to alleviate that and to give people an idea of what they're buying since the price tags are $100 and up I started the artist edition index And I love it. What can I say? And that's why I've moved into this podcast arena. Uh, I'm very new at it, so please excuse my pregnant pauses. Hopefully that's not uh, a focus of the podcast. I've decided on a format for this, and I'd like to cover the previous month. This podcast will be monthly, and we'll look at what has gone on in the previous month, looking at shipping changes, solicitations, sales, letters or comments new releases and reviews to get started with that let's look at artist editions for the month of october 2016. shipping changes are fairly frequent for some reason uh, books get solicited with a ship date but seem to suffer from uh, slipping one month two months some of them over a year. In, o- in October, two books were scheduled to ship that did not ship. Those were Chris Samney's Daredevil Artist Edition from IDW. With no firm release date now, it's been designated as to be determined. As well, Fantagraphics Studio Edition, How Foster's Prince Valiant, as well has with no determined ship date, has been moved to to be determined. There was one other ship date change, which is a happy uh, news for us. That's Usagi Ujimbo, The Artist and Other Stories, Gallery Edition. Now, that's the second edition, or the volume two for Usagi Ujimbo. And it was initially solicited for November 9th, then was moved to November 2nd, but it's just moved back to its original solicitation date of November 9th. You now, Dark Horse is pretty good and accurate with their solici- solicitation dates, so I firmly expect that to ship on November 9th. I was able to contact Brian Kane, who is the editor of the upcoming Fanographic Studio Edition, Al Foster's Prince Valiant. And was able to ask him, when will the Studio Edition be available? And he replied, the color-proof sheets just arrived from the printer. This took longer than expected. Everything does. Once Gary and Paul look over them and sign off or request corrections, the book can go to print. I'm hoping the book will be available to purchase by February-March, which I'm guessing is 2017 or hoping. Uh, Unfortunately, that Fantagraphics Studio Edition has suffered a lot of setbacks. It is uh, Fantagraphics' first volume, it's reprinting. um, Hal Foster's art, not at original size, but it's still at a gigantic, I think it's being 15 inch or 14 by 22. It's quite large. And something that's really looked forward to by the community. Um, in the month of October, there was one new solicitation, and that was from IDW. And that was soliciting Reed Crandall's EC Stories Artist Edition that is solicited for march 22nd 2017 will be 144 pages at a size of 15 by 22 inches that's that twice up size that all ec art was done at and follows the other ec stories that we've received from idw in the art edition format and unfortunately doesn't list what stories will be listed will be included but as with the other uh, Artist editions from EC stories, focused strictly on an artist, it's high-quality material. They are just really superb, and the previous that have gone before have all been very successful and much appreciated by EC fans alike. Uh, if we look at the sales for October, uh, there is not much there. One book shipped from in September 2016 and those sales numbers are gathered and collated and listed in October so that's why as we look at the October 2016 month of artist editions we're looking at the September sales now that one book that did ship was Marvel covers the modern era artist edition unfortunately it didn't make it into the 300 spots of the chart Diamond releases uh, the top 300 graphic novels and they also release the top 10 books. Uh, Artist editions seem to fall mostly in that 300 graphic novel list. Sometimes they do appear in the books. Unfortunately, this Marvel covers didn't appear in either and that is most likely because it was solicited with two standard covers. This means those sales that would have been are divided up into the two covers and that's seems to be it didn't make the list now to be fair uh, the diamond sales list only includes sales from diamond to comic shops in North America doesn't include UK doesn't include Europe doesn't include book markets it only includes diamond so when you look at those numbers take them with a grain of salt unfortunately publishers don't provide sales numbers like keep that close to the vest and I don't know why I've asked every publisher for sales numbers and have never received any so we gotta use what's available and that's the diamond now a feature that we've started on comic daily in the artist editions index section was tracking out of sales out of print sales Started that a few months ago, and it's an interesting look at sales numbers. It doesn't do a lot for us, but at least it gives you an idea. Now, um, for luckily for fans, most artist edition format books are available from Diamond and are readily available for purchase. Now, IDW sells directly from their website, Dark Horse offers their books on Amazon as does dynamite and Graffiti designs offers their sales directly through their website as well. So outside of comic shops There are other avenues for these books now the books that I track on eBay are ones that are out of print Meaning the only place to get them is from a secondary market or from a so that's either an online shop or most likely eBay. eBay lets me track the numbers easily, so that's what I focus on. There are a few uh, volumes available that are out of print. Uh, the list is quite small, actually. It's surprising how many uh, of these are still available from Diamond. But that list doesn't say too much, actually. Uh, Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition is Uh, on the list because uh, the rights went from Dark Horse to Marvel and in doing so Dark Horse wasn't allowed to sell the Star Wars Dark Times Gallery edition anymore. I'm sure there were volumes still available but that's that. Of course, Dave Stevens, the Rocketeer Artist Edition for uh, that month is averaging $230. The second print, interestingly, is averaging $180 and had more sales than the first print. I don't know if that's because people like the cover better or it's just more readily available. Uh, David Masicelli's Daredevil Born Again uh, averaged a price of 155 John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, that's the first Artist Edition, averaged $120 and had no sales, but that's, so that's from a previous month. The Marvel Covers Artist Edition averaged $105. The Mike Mandela's Hellboy in Hell and Other Stories averaged $134. Sergio Aragona's Grew the Wanderer averaged 97. Steranko Nick Fury Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Artist Edition, that's the first print, averaged 144. Wally Woods EC Stories Artist Edition, the first print, averaged 192. And the second print averaged 143. Finally, Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition averaged 100. Some of those are pretty close to its original sale price. Uh, some quite ways above it. Now, Dave Stevens, Rocketeer, it's the first artist edition. It led the whole thing off from 2010. And for that reason, it seems to command the, the highest price, followed closely by the second print, which just baffles my mind, since it was released three years later. Mazzuchelli's Daredevil Born Again, and then... The Wally Wood EC stories seems to command a premium. I think that's from the being an EC back issue and from being readily available for that short period of time and then snapped up by fans of artist editions, original art, Wally Wood fans, E C fans. It's it's a broad market. So those are the sales. It's uh I'm not sure how representative it is of What's available or what's there, but it's trackable. And if it's trackable, I'm putting it in the index. Let's move on to letters. Uh, this month I received two letters. Let's get to the first one. Hi, Scott. Quick question. I noticed that Charles Vess's Book of Ballads and Sagas original art edition isn't in your artist edition list. Was it canceled? Thanks again for all your work, Peter. Well, Peter, uh, it was initially in my list and that's probably why you noticed it and then noticed it was gone. The Book of Ballads and Saga's original art edition was solicited in advanced book trade and was listed on Edelweiss from Titan. But the its listed publishing date came and went and the solicitation never appeared on Diamond. And I like to... Keep track of books that are solicited through diamond because while the advanced book trade solicitations are great And they give you a nice idea of what's coming up. It doesn't actually mean the book's gonna happen When it's listed with diamond, it's most likely a sure thing now, of course, we know that the ship dates change But we can at least Know that the book's coming So our second letter Hello, I'm writing to ask a question about the Robocop vs. Terminator Gallery Edition. I just ordered and received a copy myself. I was a little surprised to receive it without its own box, as I'm used to seeing with other artist gallery editions, and with a slight ding to its spine. I was wondering when you received yours, did it ship with its own individual box? I also want to thank you for your Index of Artist Editions. It's been a great resource to me, learning about them over the last year. Thank you for any info you can provide. Regards, Omar. Omar, every single artist's edition from every publisher to date has been shipped in its own cardboard case slash box. If you received yours without that and damaged, I would certainly contact the seller and ask them for a refund or replacement. If you purchased it from an online comic shop or a bookseller such as Amazon, then I would request a replacement copy because your book should have arrived in a cardboard case if you purchased it from a third-party seller on Amazon or from eBay then you really have to check your listing there's no guarantee that it would have come in the case but regardless it's damaged so try and get a replacement your money back now in October 2016 two new artist edition format books were published And again, I should point out that when I say artist edition or artist edition format, I'm referring to any book that is published following the artist edition format that was pioneered by IDW in 2010. And that means a collected edition of scans of original art published at its original size. Now that market currently is dominated by IDW, but close behind that, There's Dark Horse, Graffiti Designs, and to a lesser extent, Fantagraphics, Titan, and Rebellion. These publishers have made these books available, and as a fan, I'm getting them as often as I can. Uh, Every book that is listed and reviewed. On Comic Book Daily in the AE Index it has been published purchased by me, as I said, through my local comic shop if I can get it, or through other comic shops, and then reviewed. Now this last month of October, I reviewed four books in total. I reviewed the two new releases and two past releases. I won't be discussing the uh, past releases that I reviewed, but they are available on the website. That's comicbookdaily.com slash AE Index. And those were Gil Kane's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition and The Mad Artist's Edition. The two new books released in October 2016 were Jack Kirby Commandy Artist Edition Volume 2 on October 5th and Girl Power Amanda Connor Gallery Edition on October 19th. Let's take... A gander at those two volumes. Again, the reviews are published on comicbookdaily.com, and you can get a nice, good look at 20-plus pictures I've taken of these books and get a nice idea of how it looks visually. Let's take a look at that first one. Jack Kirby, Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth, Artist Edition, Volume 2. Let me give you the publisher's blurb. Jack Kirby's epic story of Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth continues, collecting six consecutive complete issues, 11 to 16, which includes the incredible story of Click Clack, the giant grasshopper. In a world full of talking animals, Commandy struggles to make a life for himself as he searches for his fellow humans in a post apocalyptic landscape. The raw power of Jack King Kirby is evident on every page in this gorgeous artist edition, plus The Hospital, the story of how the animals gained their intelligence. This book was 12 by 17 and 144 pages. That's the 12 by 17 is the standard modern page size for comic book art. And 144 pages seems to be IDW sweet spot. They love that number of pages. It was solicited for 100... US dollars and it was available through your local comic shop and IDW's website and your online uh, comic shops. Uh, It is not available directly through Amazon or any of the booksellers as um, the cost is something. that IDW does a little bit differently. They don't offer it at a suggested retail price and then provide a discount. They set a net price and then comic shops can charge what they would like. But really, comic shops can't do that because they sort of have to stick to the price that IDW then lists the book for on their website. Uh, Now that process is changing and we may discuss that on an upcoming episode. Now this book... uh, only ships with one cover right now. Uh, There's only one ISBN listed in the book, which normally means then it's only being available with one cover. IDW can always go back to that and issue a variant edition or a convention exclusive. But since Jack Kirby's not alive to do a signed edition, I doubt they're going to go back and do that. As I said, this book contains six complete Stories. It is just awesome. Six consecutive issues, 11 to 16. Every page is present. All our work and story by Jack Kirby and Mike Royer. Mike Royer did the lettering and the inking. And what's so great about this is that uh, no pages are missing from the stories. Now two pages, two covers are missing, and those were replaced with, uh, uh, I guess they're, scans of the art that is uh, the colors taken off and then they're cleaned up and blown up and those like I said those are only two covers and this time IDW did the format a little bit differently what's usually the case is they run these stories at at the front of the book and then at the end of the book they put a gallery edition with covers and additional art this time around they put the cover in front of the issue and then issue follows and then there's a chapter divider to do that last to make up that last page Uh, the design and chapter dividers are all done by randall dalk who does an excellent job for most idw artist editions he's been the designer from the beginning Uh, he has had uh, some fill-ins by uh, another designer but this time around it's uh, it's him and These pages are just beautifully scanned Uh, they for their age uh, They're really quite clean. There is not a lot of aging. Uh, We have tan to a light yellow They're really not bad Uh, The scans are really clean. Uh, There's I don't see there's no blurriness It's just a really great scan and a good quality the uh, Inks are very black. There's, there's no gradients to the inks. They're really just sort of a singular, a deep black. But the, uh, I mean, it's Jack Kirby. It's classic Jack Kirby at his DC period. It's him doing his own creations. And because it's DC and they had those wonderful uh, chapters Uh, for the books of that time period it's where we're treated to splash after splash after splash in this book every chapter every new chapter began with a splash I mean it's it's awesome and then there's double page spreads Uh, just uh, the art is just gorgeous the covers are great as well it's they're nice to have as well like I said the two two covers are included that aren't uh, from the original art and those are there for continuity fully understood but, uh the end paper and the design and those chapter dividers by Dog are really nice. He's taken the he's taken the art and he's blown it up. And then he's used uh, box color, uh, colors to differentiate uh, action on the on the page. And he's used the color blocks so well and it's, he uses a white color block on commandy. So your your eyes drawn to commandy and then the colors. Uh, I Really enjoyed the his design and the color use uh, on the first volume. It's not quite as uh, In your face this time around I think he received some criticism from that last volume and this time is a little more subdued But still just gorgeous This is a this book is just a must-have for Kirby fans or anybody Who likes this time period? I mean the uh, paper as usual. It's that DC heavy stock paper matte paper and it's bound, it's a sewn binding. Uh, the pages mostly lay flat. If you give them a light, a light press along the, uh, the middle, pages mostly will lay flat. Uh, it comes, the book comes shrink-wrapped in its cardboard case, like always, uh, with a new design for the cardboard case. Previously, IDW uh, used a, a three-flap cardboard case. Uh, it would open to the left like a book, and there was a flap at the top, right, and bottom. Now the case has a flap at the top and bottom, but there's two flaps on the right side or the long side of the keeping them. We'll see keeping them closed. We'll see how that does. I know for my collection when I look at the cardboard cases as I'm flipping through my closet of uh, of these books because I keep them all in their cardboard case. Uh, depending on the, uh, the weight of the book, they do seem to flop open. Oh, so hopefully the second flap will keep it in place. Only time will tell. I'm excited about that prospect, though. The book closes out with a one-page Jack Kirby biography. Uh, it seems to be the same biography we've seen in the other artist editions by Kirby. But, I mean, how much more information they provide. It's, just an, it's a good, one-page, concise biography. Uh, just a wonderful book. Uh, the second uh, artist edition format book this month is the Girl Power Amanda Connor Gallery Edition. Now this was provided by Gallery Day, De- provided by Graffiti Designs, and let me give you the blurb. Amanda Connor's amazing artwork showcasing some of DC's most iconic female characters is collected together for the first time in the large deluxe format Girl Power Amanda Connor Gallery Edition. Sourced from the original art, this collection reflects the incredible diversity and power of Connor's style. Contained between the oversized covers of this Smythe sewn edition are high-resolution scans of Amanda's art boards for Power Girl 1, 7, 8, and 9, DC's Wednesday Comics Supergirl feature, and the complete Before Watchmen Silk Spectre saga, as well as an assortment of cover art from these series. This was published on October nineteenth, 2016 it is 12 by 17 again the standard size for modern original art it is 248 pages and solicited for 125 US dollars it is available from your local comic shop and from your online comic shop retailers it is not available from Amazon as graffiti doesn't seem to distribute through Diamond to Amazon. Now, while this is listed as a DC under DC solicitations, that's the deal they have, it does not follow that availability as other DC books do through Amazon. This collection of art is really nice. If you're a fan of Amanda Connor, and why wouldn't you be? It is a great collection of her DC work. And features uh, quite a a collection I I mean I I was initially interested in it because of the uh, before watching Silk Spectre I had enjoyed the hardcover that had been published earlier with uh, Darwin Cook's story and art of the Minutemen and then the Darwin Cook written story illustrated by Connor of Silk Spectre and this collects that really nicely Uh, as well the Issues of Power Girl, the first issue and issue seven to nine. I'm not sure what the gap is for or why maybe those issues weren't available, and then the complete uh, Supergirl from DC's Wednesday Comics. Uh, for those who don't remember, the DC Comics, DC's Wednesday Comics, was a large format, uh, newspaper size, um, so printed solicited and printed as a newspaper that was folded in the middle that came to your comic shops, and then it was uh, reprinted in a deluxe hardcover that was really gorgeous. The interesting thing about this book that uh, it really stood out to me the moment I opened it was that the artboards that uh, Connor uses are printed from their own studio. She's part of a studio with a group of other artists, and it's called Paper Films. And the boards are slightly grayish. Uh, I thought that was a printing error, or I thought maybe there's some coloration issues with the book, but no. All those original art boards have this grayish color, and I, it really stood out to me because the lettering and the word balloons on all the art is very white. Now it's got some opacity to it, and uh, you can see, you can see, you can slightly see through the artwork, and the, the lettering is black, and the word balloon is white, and it really is a stark contrast to the art pages. Now, that sort of raised a question in my mind what is the deal there? Why is it so white? I thought, all right, maybe they uh, maybe she did the artboards, and then these are printed and pasted on. But then I did some online searching and found that uh, Amanda Connor's art that has been sold previously. I found some listings on uh, Comic Card Fans, and none of her pages have art. And uh, none of her pages have lettering. Sorry, they all have art. When I looked for some pages that were missing from this book, because the uh, issue one of the Power Girl is missing quite a few pages, and they've been replaced in Graffiti Design's normal style of putting them at a much smaller size, uh, I found those pages on comic Card fans and there's no lettering so it looks to be that uh, Amanda Connors artwork does not have lettering on it and it's done digitally afterwards and graffiti designs chose to put the lettering on in the book to make it r- readable and that is so great to me because these artist editions aren't just art books they're not to be flipped through like posters They're comic pages, and to me, that means they should be read, and that is something I try to do with every one of these. I like to read it. I like to go through it, enjoy the pages, and take it in a a different style, just like you may have read the comic, and then you may have picked up the Absolute Edition or a deluxe hardcover, and in a different format, maybe new coloring or whatever, and you want to read the story again and experiencing in the way that it's being presented. So... I'm thankful to Bob Chapman of Graffiti Designs uh, for doing it this way. Um, the, there is some Graffiti Designs touches to the book. There's, a, there's an overlay uh, of where some art was changed, and Graffiti seems to want to include overlays to, uh, in these books to show us another uh, facet of the art, and I uh, really appreciate those as well. I did uh, the Wednesday comics, as I said, were oversized, and in this book they appear in the middle of the book. And you have to turn the you have to turn this gallery edition sideways to fully enjoy that full size, full spread uh, page of the Supergirl Wednesday comics. But because of this wonderful sewn binding, and it, it's just loose enough that you open the book and it lays flat, especially in those middle pages, and you, there's no gutter loss. You fully enjoy that page, every one of those oversized pages. Bravo to Graffiti Designs for that again, and uh, the design is r- clean and really smooth. Uh, John Beatman of Brainchild Studios has been the designer for all the Graffiti Designs gallery editions, and he's sort of, they've Graffiti sort of settled on a standard design where the uh, the, the look of the spine, the look of the cover, the look of the interior pages, it works. He changes the colors up, and he changes design elements slightly, and it looks great. That is a superb book for fans of amanda connor for fans of dcs or fans of the female superheroes there's no reason certainly to pigeonhole into any of those categories this is a great book to have now that should wrap up our month of artist editions i'd like to thank you for joining me here again the Artist edition index is at comicbookdaily.com slash aeindex. And the index is updated daily for shipping information. I try to review any new edition within a week of it being published and available. And once a month, we do posts of sales, solicitations and aftermarket sales thank you for joining me and have a good day